Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We are almost at 150 episodes, so it's kind of like a we hit the 100 milestone. Next is gonna be 150. I didn't think we'd ever reach it, but here we are talking about the same stuff, almost, but not as much. Do, do um, you have ETA when it'll be 150, approximately? Um, let or are we me still look. like months out? N- no, maybe a month. Let me look real quick in my Six. little. See what the um, last one was. So the last one, oh, it won't tell you. Oh, don't tell me. I have to. I have to look on my computer because um, you weren't on the podcast when this happened. But um, Apple said you guys can't. Um, you can't do. Uh, numbers. On... Oh yeah, I remember. I remember you talking about that. So I think we're on episode like one forty six or one four. This is one forty seven. So it's in that range. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be within the month. So I'll look it up and let you know afterwards. It's on my other computer. Um, but we got so much to cover. We're gonna hop right into it because we're not gonna keep you waiting. Um, Three people passed away since we last recorded. The biggest one, obviously, um, well, two big ones. First one would be Prince Philip, who was 99 years old. Um, there was a lot of jokes going around prior how he already looked kind of dead. <laughs> right. Um, so it was kind of like, oh, you know, I guess there was actually a, a British comedian who was performing and um, he, he was doing a joke about Prince Philip and he ended up actually news you know, broke. dying. The news <laughs> broke during it, which I didn't know. So actually what's crazy is I found out because I was watching some random video. Like they have plans. Like there's a specific protocol where uh, they basically are like, this is how it has to happen. So if he dies after a certain time, the next day they basically have a timeline of all BBC stuff shuts down um, and stuff like that. So um, yeah. that's basically what happened. Well, I guess the news kind of broke, you know, I mean. Well, I mean, that's with all of them. Like when uh, what was it like Prince Harry and um, what's the other one? When they got married, they're like, oh, hey, well, before here's how the timeline is for their wedding. Because it's not right. just like a normal wedding where it's like, hey, day before rehearsal dinner, rehearsal then the next day of the wedding, it's like a whole, well, obviously it's a whole spectacle, but it's right. like planned out from, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, he, he was fairly older. So it, you know, it was, it was coming his health. They, they, they did say what's crazy to me is I don't even know when he got in that car accident. Um, that wasn't that long ago. So that means, um, he was driving not that uh, long ago. Car crash, 2017. So yeah, four years ago he was driving still, which is, seems kind of crazy. But I seen some amazing photos. I guess he did a lot for um, the horse uh, industry in the UK. He had lots and lots of horses, and they actually they've been showing pictures of his family's uh, members going out with their horses in his honor kind of thing. So that's kind of cool. Um, but he was 99. I mean, that guy was around for a while. It's pretty I mean, crazy so, to think. You know, four years ago when the accident happened, he was 95. 97. 97? I think it's what it said. Well, then that was only two years ago. If he was 97 when it happened, I thought you said it happened oh, in 2017. I thought it did too, but I don't know. It said he was 97. So oh. maybe another accident. I don't know. Well, even, I mean, even if he's 90, I mean, 95 or 97 still, I mean, he was, uh, you know, still driving at that. I know usually once you, usually that 90, if you're in good health and whatnot, usually that 90 range is, you know, where kind of families are like, okay, well, you know, she's still, they, you know, like my grandma, she had her, uh, or my great grandma, she had her routes that she would go on, and even my grandma before um, stuff took over, you know, she had right. her routes, and that that was it. She she knew that 
So. Which they actually say that you should go different routes because that'll actually help with your your cognitive abilities because your brain's always thinking about the next area to go to, the next way to drive. So um, we do recommend you as a podcast to try and, you know, keep your brain, you know, sharp by doing that kind of different stuff. Um, yeah, well, yeah. my grandma that was... Uh, ability obviously it was dementia and alzheimer's so she could right no no yeah (laughs) yeah if i mean mean, if they they do say like if you do not keep your 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 wits about you and you just go the same route home all the time it basically affects your cognitive ability even just for like paying attention when you're driving so i know when he crashed it was pretty bad so you know it is what it is but he was 99 um and uh the the memes and everything are out there now like crazy it's pretty crazy and we're going to skip over to the last person because they were tying it because they died kind of close together and they tied together was uh dmx earl simmons uh passed away uh sadly he owed they say he od'd you know that's what they're saying and had a heart attack because of it and um they were doing cognitive tests and it just didn't uh it ended up not working out for the best and the craziest scene was seeing all the people when he was being taken away in the, uh, the vehicle to the funeral home and everyone was just singing his music. And it was, it was pretty crazy seeing everyone kind of just going, uh, as you would say, hyphy or whatever. They were just, you know, celebrating the man who, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like DMX was kind of like my first introduction to rap music. And, uh, he had that distinct, you know, voice and everything. And, and it was something, you know, you truly cherish, you know, especially, I mean, obviously he had a troubled past, but I mean, it doesn't affect for how I enjoy his music at least. No, exactly. And he had that music aspect of it, you know, it's obviously right. a talented rapper. Cause I mean, with everything that he did and like you said, to kind of go on to, you know, the guys playing his music when he first got in the hospital, um, what was it? The rough rider motorcycle group was there and playing the music yep. when he, when he first got in and that was, yep. That was cool to see that, and it's not like, you know, like a motorcycle gang or anything like that. I mean, it's like anything, you know, they were there paying their respects. Um, right. Nobody was being dumb or, or stupid or like that. I'm sure there was a couple bad apples there because it looked like most of the motorcycle club was in, um, like, crotch rockets or whatnot. So I'm sure there were some people. Which that's what, that's what most, the rough, most of the Rough Riders <laughs> ride uh, crotch rockets in. Um, yeah, they're like they're a national club. Like they're really big, and they actually like they legitimately put together rides. They're really strict. They're, I think they're uh, a lot stricter than most MCs. So it was cool seeing all of them there and paying yeah. their tribute. Oh, yeah. So Hell's Angels are pretty Hold strict on. too. All right, we had our first interruption, which will probably be of many because my son likes to <laughs> surprise me. So we were just talking about uh, you know DMX passing, and um, you know the next two. Well, and he was he was fifty. Yeah, he was only fifty. Man, that's what's crazy to me is he was only fifty, and I mean he's he was active pretty young, and I did see a lot of stories came out because uh, I he didn't he didn't do anything recently, but I guess a while back or he did an interview something about how um, how he got hooked on drugs and how he was fourteen and his manager. I guess he was rapping back then or something, and his manager got him hooked on drugs. And well, shoot, I, I was just looking it up right now. Rough Riders Anthem um, was 98. So, yep. I mean, there you go. Yeah, it was that long ago. Rough Riders Anthem was that long ago, and that was like the first big one that I heard. And Right. I, was, I mean, I remember it was, you know, junior high time. So, yeah, exactly. Which that was right about that time. Right there, yeah. Um, then you had... Um, I'll do this guy first because he's kind of garbage, but Bernie Madoff passed away in prison. He was 82. Everyone recognizes his name because he was a part of the whole Ponzi scheme that he built um, right. uh, billions of dollars out of rich people in New York City. Um, I believe one of his kids killed himself because of the shame that was brought on by the family. Like it's just been because they're, they're paying restitution. So like, I only think his family direct like his wife, I don't think she could ever, really own anything really for the most part because they they're gonna have to give you know they're they're paying the money back to the people they they took money from yeah um, so and it was I mean, a, that was a big thing right and i mean the ponzi scheme it was like 
recent, I mean, not recent, recent, but it wasn't like something back in like the 70s or 80s or anything um, like Which that. Which the thing he did, though, is very common in real estate. Like, I didn't know that the, um, these these fly-by-night companies, there's one that's famous on YouTube where the guy, what, he's, what he does is he basically draws up these plans for an expensive high-rise or an apartment complex, and he gets investors. And this is before he has permits, has land, has anything, which is common. You know, people like to get the idea, and they, they use the money to buy the land and start doing stuff. Well, yeah. basically what this guy was doing was he was rolling this, you know, similar to what Bernie Madoff did. They basically keep people quiet by rolling the money that they they get invested in the company to other people while they're using it to do other things so they they're basically floating the cash and yeah. well and, and all what you know. you're all what you're doing is you know kind of uh what is it you know robin peter to pay paul where you get the exactly. initial investors and it's like oh man well we already spent all their money and nothing's happening so we yep. got to get more to pay back those initial ones and it just keeps going yep. until and you know, it basically, caught. you live a lavish lifestyle, and people are wondering how you're doing that. You know what I mean? Right, it, so. exactly. But shoot, I mean, it says uh, he started a Penny Stock Brokerage in 1960, served as a chairman until his arrest December 11th on 2008. So obviously, that's when all that happened. But um, being revealed as the operator of the largest financial fraud in U.S. history, worth about $64.8 billion, with the B, billion. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, whether you love him or hate him, I mean, he, it was, <laughs> he, he did it right. Obviously highly illegal what he did, but obviously very he, successful in doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things where you, yeah, I mean, it's pretty, <laughs> right? it's pretty crazy. <laughs> and like I it's, said, especially with it being recent, I mean, granted it was what? 10, 12 years ago, 11 years ago, but it's not something you hear about them all the time in like, you know, the seventies and eighties. Cause it was easier. But I mean, this was, was somewhat recent. So, yeah, exactly. So, but, I mean, we're going to see, we're going to see what happens because there's just so much. I mean, I, I'm, I am personally shocked that, you know, they're, I mean, obviously they're going to bring it up, but uh, the other person, though, I didn't really watch The Sopranos, but I know his name. I don't know why I know Joseph Staravo, but he was on The Sopranos. Didn't he play? He played Tony Soprano's lawyer. He played Johnny Soprano, and I don't oh, know. No, his I, brother. It was his brother. That's what it was. Is, is that what it was? And also, yeah. I didn't know this. He was also uh, Fred Goldman in The People vs. O.J. Simpson, the one with um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, he played the dad. Okay, okay. I heard Goldman, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah. The dad, the Fred Goldman, the dad. So, yeah. So, uh, and, and he was um, sixty-six. That it was not very. Um, yeah. So he was he was young, but I think he had. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, cancer, stage four prostate cancer in twenty seventeen. So, and that's what I've noticed a lot of these younger guys and that stuff. And just of the update, both of um, uh, Bernie Madoff's sons have passed. One from cancer, the other one from suicide. So I wanted to make sure that was, yeah, out there. Um, So RIP to the good ones and to the not so good one to, you know, may God have mercy on your soul. Is that what they say? Right. Um, Exactly. I mean, judgment day cometh. So we'll see. Yeah. See what happens. And I mean, uh, you know, whether you're I mean, good or bad, you still got family or whatnot. It's not, it, it, yeah. And, and like and you said, it sucks with his one of those wife things. or whatnot playing paying the restitution because of him. It's like whether yeah. she was in on it or knew about it or whatever. It's like, well, basically, the rest of my life, I'm done. And like you said, yeah. one of the sons committed suicide. So it's, you know, they say that's the easy way out, which it may be for yourself but you got to think of of others and the dealings that have to happen with that so yeah all right okay all right so we got interrupted one more time but it's okay uh next we're going into our rumor so there's a rumor that there's an r-rated deadpool animated series starring ryan reynolds coming to hulu now it would make sense because you know it's disney mainly owned the main owns most of hulu they're a majority owner 
and it is a, pl- a way for them to you know put stuff out there with basically being able to almost to uh, i don't know test the market so it's almost like they're testing whether people are going to want more deadpool or not and i think it's i think it'd be a great idea i know ryan reynolds will be on board because he loves everything deadpool yeah no exactly and i mean he's already you know he's encompassed the character already in the movie so um it would be even more so for him to be the one to do it um on the animated series as well you know just the mannerisms and everything that would come across um with him vo- voicing the character yeah i mean i think that that would be something good and you know uh we'll see we'll see if that comes true it just gets it's a rumor as of right now um we also have the so Star Wars detours. We didn't get very much info on it. I believe it's going to be similar to like the Star Trek below the uh, uh, lower lower deck, where it's basically like a comedic cartoon animated type of thingy. I believe, um, and then there is a rumor that it might arrive on May fourth, the same time that Bad Batch arrives. Um, there. Disney Plus has been kind of quiet about a lot of stuff. I don't know if they're trying to pull a uh, Netflix where they kind of just drop something out all of a sudden because, you know, it, it's so easy now. Literally, if you do not have a streaming service, you can sign up for it in 10 to 15 minutes and bam, you got it and it's ready to go. So why would you delay? You know, you, you can literally announce it and all of a sudden it drops tomorrow and everyone can sign up. So, I mean, we'll see if it does happen. It's only it's less than a month away, and we'll know because they sent out the email on Friday saying what's new. So they might do one for May the 4th. They might send an email out saying, hey, here's everything we're doing for celebrating May the 4th. Um, they might pull the same thing as, like, Game of Thrones did a 10-year anniversary from their first season. They did, a like, a super cut of all, like, the like a trailer. Um so they might do the same thing for Disney might do the same thing with their kind of fourth of July fourth May the fourth uh, stuff for Star Wars. Fingers crossed because they should do something good. But I mean, you never know. Yeah, and like you said, we I mean already got the big news that the um, <clears throat> the Bad Batch was coming out on that day. So this might be like uh, you know something hey, added that might bring somebody else in that maybe they see that oh hey Bad Batch dropped too because I know Star Wars detours. They're setting it up as a comedy, so maybe someone just happens to watch that and goes, hey, I'll watch The Bad Batch, which The Bad Batch will be releasing weekly, so maybe they'll do the same thing with this Detours as well, do it weekly and kind of add, um, or I'm assuming, because May the 4th, what else dropped? Clone Wars did the same thing, and Clone Wars dropped yep. two episodes on the May the 4th, and then they weren't, no, sorry, they dropped one on the May the 4th, and they dropped one on Friday, and then they went into the regular rotation, so maybe they'll do the same thing. Um, Universal Studios Florida had reached capacity multiple days in a row. And me personally, that means to me that people are starting to travel more. And also, they're, I wouldn't say avoiding Disney, but I've heard a lot of complaints about Disney from different type of aspects of Hey, we we don't want to wait in these lines, or there's not enough open for me to even want to, you know, be here, kind of thing. So, I mean, I'm happy they reached capacity, but I mean, they're saying they reached capacity. What's capacity? You know, we I we I don't know all the details. They're just saying they're at capacity. Yeah, and it was like the article that I read, the reason I put multiple days is it was a couple of days ago, and it was like five or six days in a row that they reached capacity. And like you said, you know, what what is capacity? What's their numbers? Right. Um, what, I mean, it, you know, it could ob- be, obviously it's not could be 50%, uh, you know. Yeah, obviously it's not 100%, but is it 25%? Right. Is it 50, 35? What, what's what's the number right. but and, and you never know too because they could they could have it it could be like the the trope that I, we always would make fun of the san francisco giants another sellout crowd and it was just because they sold the tickets and you'd go to yeah. the game and it's at 50 percent because there's nobody there it could be the same thing they could have sold however many yep. tickets because they're, they're on a reservation system and let's say a thousand people didn't show up because that's not a crazy number if you're getting ten thousand people in the park and a thousand people don't show up that's not that that's not that many people that not showing up but it's still a big number to where you're saying you're selling out every single day so but 
I don't think that's the case. I think they actually reached their maximum number because I know whenever we go to Disneyland, you see the fire marshal is kind of just chilling out there whenever it's a super busy day, and he's making sure they're checking people out and only letting people back in if a certain number of people come out. So yeah, I assume well, and, it's along the same lines. Yeah, and looking at some of the the pictures that I saw too, is that it was right it back. looked like a, a a normal day. And, and of course, you know, everyone's going to go to like the Harry Potter land and, you know, these lands. So it's going to be more. Well, not just that, but everything that's also areas. closed, everything that's closed, they're going to funnel the people to other areas because yeah. if certain things close. Where else do they go? So, no, ex- exactly. Fingers crossed you keep doing it because I like you guys a lot and we'll see what they do. Um, right. Now they have a new ride. They have a secret life of pets off the leash. Dark ride at Universal Studios Hollywood. What is this? I have not yeah. seen Oh, it, it actually, because obviously it's, you know, the movie, The Secret Life of Pets, right. um, which I I enjoyed, and they did a write on it, and for some reason, I thought it was in um, Florida, but it's in Hollywood, and they have, like, kind of a Secret Lives of Pet area, quote-unquote, quote I think it's just the facade for the ride, mm-hmm. um, kind of like how they have a Super Silly Fun Land there from... Uh, uh, despicable me mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> it's actually cool how they did it like you walk through the queue is really like you're walking through the different rooms of the owners uh, with the pets you know some of them in the room or um, they kind of have it looks like you're looking outside the window but it's got the screen there and they're doing stuff outside or like you're looking into the house and the cat uh-huh. falls and like um, or is like up on the blinds and then falls down um, pretty cool like that. So, I mean, the queue itself looked looked awesome. It almost looked like it was like a, a walkthrough uh, type ride. And then you got on the ride vehicle. And it kind of reminds me of like all a Monsters, Inc. type deal where you go through different scenes. Yeah. Um, like that, you know, kind of slow moving. Uh, I mean, same thing. It's Monsters, Inc. was the movie. So it's... Uh, pretty much uh you know the the ride setup is is just like that so but it looked cool i saw saw the video and i mean it would be something that i would definitely uh wouldn't mind going on just to walk through the queue itself to be yeah. honest so that should be fun it is a fun movie and i i've watched uh most of it i haven't finished it because you know my kid has a short attention span but right. yeah and kevin hart's in it so and he plays a little bunny which is hilarious Yes, I did. See, I hear heard his voice in it, and I'm like, "Is that kid?" And I looked it up, and it was so. Yeah. Um, let us know any rides you're looking forward to opening. You know, I know uh, we're gonna talk about some of some other stuff happening, the opening up later on. But let us know. Uh, Linktree l i n k t r dot e e slash fomocast gaming has everything on there. Um, the next thing we got is Phoebe Waller Bridge joins the the cast of the fifth Indiana Jones film, and John Williams will return as composer. Like, I saw that news, and I'm like, well, I mean, John Williams, I don't know how much he's actually going to be doing the composing rather than just, you know, approving. I don't know how active he really is in that. But um, we don't know anything about the film. We don't know when it takes place. We don't know what's supposed to be happening. So I just saw that, and it's kind of like, eh, until we know more, I mean, what are we going to do? Right. I'm just pumped that John Williams is coming back. Like he said, whether he's going to be a consultant or whatnot, but – He's going to basically give the thumbs up or thumbs down to it. So at least, you know, it's got a good type of uh, the music should be um, good on it. And I'm sure I mean, it's Indiana Jones. So it's like, OK, you're going to have the music from what? How many movies they got already? Like four or five of them or whatnot. Right. So you have right. the, the iconic um, score for that already. And, you know, maybe they'll throw in a couple a couple new ones. And like I said, I mean, it's it's John Williams. So I mean, you can't can't go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then next thing we have is there's drone footage showing the progress of the Brightline rail expansion from Miami to Orlando. Now, what does it look like? Dude, it looks awesome. Like rails down because uh, it looks like it's based out of the well, I mean, it's going from the Orlando airport, but it looks like they're a service yard and everything is right outside of the airport. So it looks like that's where um, everything is going to be at, which kind of makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know exactly, obviously not being from the Florida area, but I mean, shoot, they got track laid or they got dirt moved even on, uh, parts where the track isn't laid, but you can see exactly where it's going to (laughs) go. I mean, they got bridges over, 
um, multiple different channels of water, whether they're rivers or just bigger canals or, uh, or whatnot. But, uh, and then even they got some overpasses that are getting ready to be installed over freeways or different major um, roadways. So, I mean, shoot, it's, it's moving and shaking. Um, and especially a lot of the rail that is laid is where their um, service station is going to be at and mm. uh, coming out of the, the airport, which makes sense if that's where it's, um, everything is coming from. That's where you would want to start from. Yeah. So, um, no, it looks, it looks great, especially, I mean, if you uh, live in California, I know we're supposed to have a, a high-speed rail uh, eventually. Hopefully my great-grandkid will be able to ride it. But with theirs, I mean, shoot, they were saying – that the one that's going to go to uh, connect to Disney Springs or Disney Springs area, I think it's going to a parking garage, if I remember, is where the the station will be at. Um, that's going to be, they said, you know, tentatively 2026. So that's five years away. And like I said, which makes sense because it's it's moving and shaking. And I mean, I think the I, and I don't know if they're doing it in legs like the California one, but it is it's rocking and rolling. I'll, I'll tell you that much. So, um, and like I said, with the one connecting to Disney in, in five years, that's, that's a quick, uh, that's going to be a game changer. And I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know how they're going to be able to, cause the capacity is going to change quite a bit. If that, once that gets done. So there's probably stuff that we don't know that's probably going into it. So, yeah. Um, I can't wait till it gets closer to getting done. That way we can kind of figure it out. Right. Well, and I mean, think about it. If you're someone from California or just anywhere coming over to that, now you got, um, you know, high speed going from the airport to the resort. Once you're at the resort, now you got transportation to basically anywhere on the resort. So you don't have to rent a car or worry about Uber or anything like that. Um, it's it, it may take a little bit longer maybe it will maybe it won't or maybe it'll be exactly the same but i mean it's easy enough to oh hey i just go down here catch a train boom go here to drop me off at disney springs okay now i just need to go over to um you know the transportation hub over here where all the buses come pick that up and and see you later um you know a lot less moving parts than uh because i know when when we went there for the honeymoon a uh, handful of years ago is, yeah, we got, we didn't use the, the Disney transportation because even though we were on resort, it wasn't uh, affiliated Disney hotel is we were the last one off the, basically the van on it. So it took a while, like a good hour, hour and a half before leaving the airport to getting to the hotel or with this, I'm sure it would take a lot, a lot less time, um, and you're you're right there. It's one stop, and you get on whatever bus that you need to go on, and takes you to your resort if you're staying on property. Versus, like I said, for us, oh, they had to go to this you know hotel, and it was anywhere in like the general, the greater Orlando area. Oh, so okay. it's not like oh, this one's just going to Disney and then hit the hotels there. No, we were the only one going that way. So he was, you know, just booking it all around. And I don't know where it was because we landed like at 10 at night and didn't get to the hotel till like it was almost midnight. So, you know, he's just driving, making all the stops where this We're almost better off getting an stop. Uber. Right, exactly. Um, we'll see how much it changes things because we, we went, they had the Magical Express and they have announced that there is a company taking over mm -hmm. that will do something similar with the Magical Express, when we went, they actually took us straight to our hotel because they literally have four buses sitting there. And I think they have four bus drivers paid to sit there for a shift. And what they do is when you book through through an on-resort hotel, they actually have, like, your records. So they know when the plane's landing. They know all that stuff. And they make sure it's there. So Yeah, they had it down. Yeah. So uh, we got some rapid-fire stuff because Tim didn't see all of this. But um, so Bridgerton got announced. It got renewed for a season three and a season four. Someone told me it's like a 17-book thingy. So it's, it's you know, it it is what it is. It's going to be, you know, they're going to they're gonna do multiple seasons. And Netflix isn't stupid. Their first season was, phenomenal, you know, a great season. A lot of, lot of viewership. So they're going to so have is, a three and a four. Is one season a book? Or is it just they just go 
all the way. Um, I want to say one season was the book because someone said because there's a character not coming back for season two, but he wasn't he wasn't in the second book. Okay. So I, I didn't know if they were. I think it is. No, if I they think were they're breaking it up, up like that, or if it was someone just... was like they they had they and they said they stuck pretty close to what the book was like. So oh, cool. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to bounce a little bit because there's some that's kind of quick. Um, so Arclight and Pacific Theaters are not reopening. And it's weird because <clears throat> half of them things they're saying that they're filing bankruptcy. But in reality, what's really happening is, is there the Arclight, it, there's a famous theater. It's like a dome in L.A. And it's the Arclight Theater and apparently uh, most of these places they take over are older theaters that have somewhat like a landmarkish type of uh, value to them. And what they're doing is, is they're handing the keys back to the landlord saying, we're not going to come back with for our lease. So basically they lease these historic venues and that's what they're doing. And so they're saying they're not coming back. So fingers crossed someone decides to come in and maybe use them because they are pretty iconic. And I guess they've been in a couple movies, some of them. So We'll see about that. Um, this weekend, I'm going to be busy because I need to watch Godzilla versus Kong. And now I need to watch New Mutants because New Mutants is now streaming on HBO Max, which is kind of a big deal because that movie has been delayed so many times. They were talking about because Maisie Williams, um, who played Arya Stark on Game of Thrones, is in this. And the last season of Game of Thrones, they were talking about this movie because it was already done and they couldn't figure out a, a, where to put it to release. So... Kind of a big deal. We'll be watching this weekend. It's supposed to. Apparently, they're saying it's a lot more gory and uh, not your normal Marvel esque type of movie. So we'll see. Um, I watched this trailer because I loved the Hitman's Bodyguard, but the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is coming out. Ryan Reynolds looks phenomenal in it. Samuel Jackson looks phenomenal in it, and so does Salma Hayek. And it's really funny to me because. Um, the first one was just a weird movie. Like if Tim, you have to watch it because it's just, it's really weird. It, it, it takes place in our world, but it has a different feel to it. Like it's almost its own type of genre. Like it doesn't, it won't make, it, it doesn't make sense right now, but it, it has a lot of unrealistic things happening, but it makes sense in the movie. So the trailer for the Hitman's wise bodyguard looks phenomenal. I'm super stoked for it. And we're going to see, what happens with that? Um, yeah, it says uh, as of right now, release date June sixteenth of this year. Yeah, twenty twenty one. I think it'll keep going that way. Um, the next one, so the Army of the Dead trailer came out. I'm not a big fan of zombie movies. They're kind of just whatever to me. I I just don't ever like really get into them. But this one looks interesting to me because I thought in the when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, is that like the, a queen zombie? Is this going to be like um, oh, what was that one? There was one a long time ago where they basically they weren't zombies. They like they they had a disease, but they weren't zombies. They were just like infected, and everyone died. And then the people left over were kind of disfigured, kind of thing. But that is not the case. As you watch the trailer more, they're actually they're just zombies, but they're more sentient than you. They've been in other movies. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they. They work as uh, a group and as a team together uh, to do it. It's not just, hey, you know, we're all here getting your, you know, getting brains and one bites exactly. them, and then they Zach all. Snyder has said that, that there's there's two different types of zombies in this movie, and that's because there's the leaders and then there's followers. So, yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of the type of movie, but I think it's going to do good because it does look it's very action packed. Um, the one thing I think is kind of dumb is I can already tell there's going to be the trope where each person chooses a certain kind of weapon. And I'm not a big fan of those movies because it's very predictable and it, you oh, know, well, it, they, they, sh they pretty much show that in the trailer. Right. But I just don't, I, I think it's predictable. So I know yeah. Tim, Tim, you'll be the <laughs> person who watches it and tells us how it is when it no, comes it, Exactly. It, and it, it is on Netflix. It is on Netflix and it is Zack Snyder. So, yep. And it's got Dave, Dave Batista in it too, which I like, you know like him as well um but like you said with them uh having their own weapon it's almost like when they kind of do those video game movies and it's like okay well this guy is kind of you know the he's nerd. the brawler 
Yeah, he's, this is like the she's nerd the pistol person. This guy's the yeah. guy with the bat. You know, it is very it seems very trope like like it's very predictable kind of. Yeah, no, exactly. But I, I I like it where, like you said, it's not your stereotypical zombie movies, and they got leaders and followers, and like you said, Zack Snyder. So it's, I, it, it, yes, it is a zombie movie, but I think it's hopefully a. It a might good be take different. It. You, you yeah. never know. You, we, we don't. We we honestly don't know if it's going to be different or not. So I mean, yeah. it's literally up in it's, the air right now. It's not like you're Walking Dead or anything like that, right? Um, and it's in it, Vegas. And when it looks like almost like. The zombies have been corralled there. Like, yeah. somehow everything was stopped in that area. And mind you, the queen that I thought it was is just a showgirl. So I thought that actually that actually was kind of cool. That, that I'll say, yeah, that was pretty out. cool. I'm like, that's pretty cool. And then there's a zombie tiger. Um, it looks like one of Siegfried and Roy's tigers. Right. And then the horse is a zombie kind of thing. So, I mean, we'll see. It's very Game of Thrones-esque with the White Walkers. That's what it reminded me of. So we'll see how that goes. This next one, the last one in our generic pile, is the most mind-blowing thing. Tim can attest. I put a question mark because I, I don't even know if Tim, Tim knows who one of the people is. Do you know who they both are? Well, I know who Macaulay Culkin is. You, bro, you should know. You know, Remember the show Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? No. Brenda Song was on that. Brenda Song has been in a bunch of stuff. I, I know her from a bunch of stuff. But Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song had a baby together. And I'm like, wait, what? And I guess it, when you think about it, it makes sense because COVID times, everything was closed. Everything was shut down. No one's going out. They're not going to movie premieres. They're not showing off a baby bump because they're staying home. And it would make even more sense because people did not know how COVID affects pregnant women and stuff like that. So they're going to take extra precautions, try and stay home. Um I just think it's crazy, and maybe this has something to do with why Macaulay Culkin has been looking so good recently. He 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 got sober a few years ago, but still pretty skinny. But he seems to look a little bit more normal and more normal every time we see him. And I just this just threw me for a loop. Yeah, it kind of just all of a sudden was like, boom, here it is. It's like, huh, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> but on on Brenda Song's Wikipedia, I mean, they've been together since this 2017 to present. So, um. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea at all. And I didn't know that she was born in Carmichael, California, which is up by Sacramento. That's pretty she cool. She was, um, she played, uh, was it Sharpay? I can't remember who she played. She was in Sweet Life as Zach and Cody. She played like the, like, I think she, I want to say she was the owner of the hotel's um, daughter or yeah, something of, like of, that. Uh, London Tipton. London this... Tipton. That's what it is. Tipton Hotels. So she was uh, the daughter yeah, of the, okay, yeah, of the hotels. I... And like, now, yeah. yeah. And she was in, what was she in? She was in something recently. She oh, was wow, also in the sweet, the sweet Life on Deck. Same thing, but. The, um, the spinoff. Oh, we watched her in Secret Obsession. I remember that. It was on Netflix. The white, Anna Nicole and I, we watched it. And it was, yeah, really, really good. I actually liked her in that and apparently she's in um station 19 too for 10 episodes so that's different but i wanted to bring that up because that was shocking um right yeah uh now is the disney pile we got so much to cover it's gonna be rapid fire because i don't like going too far over an hour because you guys don't listen once it goes over an hour it gets kind of but we got so much to tell you the first one being that the Adventures by Disney itineraries and dates for 2022 are now available, and booking began on the 12th. Now, the big thing about this one is there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now. So basically, um, they have a bunch of the cast members have been have leaked. Basically, Disney World is getting a bunch of their characters back. So there's a lot more characters who are showing up, which ties into the next topic of... Moana returns to the Olani at Disney Resort and Spa. What that tells me is, is that I don't know if they're being realizing they can do some more things they weren't doing before. They're trying to draw people to the different places because I know having Moana at Olani is kind of like I don't know, you know, making sure you had Tarzan in in the the treehouse or having a character in certain areas. Well, you have her at the Olani Resort, which is in Hawaii, which where she's based off of. It's kind of a huge thing, but having the itineraries for 2022, that tells me that basically things will get back to normal by then for them in one way or another. Yeah, and I was surprised they, they you know, are, I mean, I guess you got to book them out 
you know, in, in advance as, as far as you can. Right. But I know um, a lot of people will that had the ABD adventures by Disney's plant trips already planned. They're like, okay, well, you know, it's like, Oh, well, you know, keep postponing it, postponing it. Then it's like, okay, postpone indefinitely. Um, and then it's like, okay, uh, I don't know how they did, if they did any refunds or whatnot. I'm, I'm sure they did. Or if it's like, Hey, they might've done the same thing that the <laughs> tickets were doing for Disneyland, where if you yeah. had tickets already or pre-planned, you got dibs on booking first. And then it, and then I think, is it the, I think it's tomorrow is the date that tickets go on sale for everybody yeah. else. It, yeah. If you didn't have tickets, um, Right. Yeah, if you didn't have tickets already. Right. Eight, eight, eight o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, and and you have to have your ticket, then you could get your reservation. Right. So you can't get a reservation. Which is smart because you don't want people because people will start selling those reservations. Yeah. No. You know exactly. Are. The Disney people. It's insane. Like, um, I'm not gonna lie. Well, we first started. I was looking at my Doji Coin because I forgot I had invested in Doji Coin. I've made thirty dollars on Doji Coin. Like it's kind of like Bitcoin, you know, cryptocurrency. I just did it because I got some free stock, and so I had the free stock. I sold the free stock, and I had fifteen dollars, and I put it into Dogecoin. And I got fifty, and this is the same kind of thing with Disney people. Is any kind of small thing they take and then sell, they're going to. So if they were allowed to book an, a date, kind of like Pismo, we have Pismo by us. Pismo Beach, you book a reservation. What happens when you don't have a reservation? You go around trying to buy one. This right here, people would book the reservation, and I guarantee they would sell it for triple the value because people – there are some people – it's kind of shocking. I, I don't know if they're oblivious, but you'll be shocked. Like I remember going to the parks one time, and Disneyland was at capacity, but we had already done – we were Disneyed out. So we were over at California Adventure, and you get people getting mad. Well, I want to go to Disney, and they're like, we just bought the tickets right now. I'm like, how would you not like look up the forecast – Look at all the different things. Like I, we were lucky enough, we were going once a month. So if we got there and it was too packed in one area, we could hang out in the other park. No big deal, you know. And we learned through that experience. Best weekend to go to Disneyland. This is going to shock a lot of people before the pandemic. Memorial Day weekend because most people don't get there until Sunday for Memorial Day. They have Monday off. They'll take the rest of the week or whatever. We would go. Saturday and Sunday, and I could sit on Main Street, no people. It was you could literally count people as they walked by because it was not packed. And we literally went the weekend the Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout opened. So this now is there's so many people who are willing to just go, look, maybe they don't have money's not an issue. Their daughter wants to go to Disneyland that day. They live in Anaheim, they live close by, they drive, they want to pop in. These people would would you if you had a reservation and just a reservation. Some rich mom could go online. Rich dad goes on there and goes, I'll pay $500 for a $100 reservation because money's not an, not an issue kind of thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I like the fact that they're doing that. I had to go on a little bit of a rant because so many people are complaining about the way they're reopening the parks. And I feel like telling people this has never happened in the history of the parks. Right. How do they know how to respond? How do they know how to make sure things are safe? Because here's the thing. They could, they want you in the parks. It's not like they're sitting here like, oh, we don't want to let you in. They need you in the park. They need the money. No, no offense. They need the money. So what happens is they don't want to violate something that ends up shutting everything down to where they can't get any money. You know, that's why they finagled the things for the touch of Disney and stuff like that was they were probably worked on that since last year to figure out a way to get people in there to make money when it was safe. So rant over but i know tim's a little excited because this is kind of gives you an idea where you know maybe we can plan a trip for next summer to disney world you know maybe we could you know you can you know find a sweet spot where you know you know because those trackers i mean disney world reopened in what june june yeah so they have a record now they'll have a record for pandemic-esque type thing they'll probably even be able to forecast the elevated attendance availability so yeah, yeah. i'm still well, and, and just to you know hit hit on your point really quick um with people buying tickets in disneyland is is uh is closed to capacity they'll still sell you tickets because there's yep. two parks there yep. if california adventure is open well guess what if you get a one-day ticket it for works one for park, parks or yep. or one-day ticket park hopper um if unless both parks are completely closed 
they probably won't sell you a ticket for that day or at that time because Correct. they got the tiered system. Which, but which they're, if they're one not, their job is not to ask you. Like they legit, because they technically, if so, how do they know you don't live in LA? You could just be in the area, you're in downtown Disney, and go, you know what? I'm going to grab a ticket since I'm here. And guess yeah. what? That ticket does not get activated until you scan it the first time, and then you have to use it within seven days. Seven days or 14 days, the first thir- scan. Thir- 13 days after the first scan. 13 days after the first scan, but also I think it's good for almost two years when you buy the ticket itself. Yeah, you just year. but now you just got to make sure that it's, since they have the tiered system that you Correct. go in on that day, or you go and, you know, say you got a lower tier, you could go in and upgrade it and get upgrade the, it. Higher, the higher tier. Right. Exactly. But, you know, it's not, I mean, if you're, you know, not paying attention to anything, they'll still sell you a ticket. Cause like you said, you know, you, they don't know what day you're, you're going on. Um, and, and I mean, it's, just, just it's, we'll, we'll merge this right now. Cause this is going to make a big difference. Marvel Avengers camp Avengers campus opens June 4th. So they are legitimately going to have a month to prepare. And how many people are going to delay their stuff now? Both parks are going to be madhouses because everyone's going to want to be in Avengers Campus. Everyone's going to want to be in Disneyland because when we went over the stuff last week, there is not much going to be closed that's not normally closed. Yeah. Because you got to think, a lot of these rides go through the refurbishments starting right about now because who wants to go on a water ride when it's not going to be that, I mean, it's going to be that hot. They usually yeah. start about March. And they probably go through beginning in May. Most rides reopen in June. Or oh yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Exactly. So yep. it's going to be a madhouse. And I, that's why I think the planning, doing the reservation system is going to save them as much as possible. And they did yep. release the ticket prices, which are not that bad. The ticket prices no, are not that bad at all. It's, it's, it was not changed since last year, since 2020. No, and that's shocking because they've already said, that we've told you multiple times over the course of this pandemic, that they have said that they're going to have to rely on the locals as much as possible, which is going to be true. I have a feeling they'll end up doing like they did in Florida, where um, it becomes to where you can literally make reservations fairly easily like the week of, because, you know, attendance is not always exactly what it's supposed to be, but I get a strong feeling that they're going to be like, okay, yeah, you know what? You guys can come into the park. Let's make a reservation. Uh, Connor's wife has gone to several times and she's made plans that week. So it's not like it's, you know, going to be that, but obviously the initial flood is going to be, Hey, you know, here we go. Well, like and, I said, and it's the ticket prices that we just said are this, almost the same. And people have even said they're willing to play double just to get in the park. So it's going to go fast. Right. And that doesn't mean that, you know, maybe six months from now they raise the prices. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, they've nope. been known to raise the prices, you know, well, shoot every year since, I don't know, 2013 or something like that. Um, but I mean, <laughs> and it's funny because they said that the two popular dates right now are April 30th when it reopens and June 4th when Avengers campus reopens and what they did, which was really smart on them. And they would almost have to do it because they got two reservation dates, one for people that already had existing tickets and one for people that obviously don't and just want to buy a ticket Mm -hmm. is that they held back some of those reservations for all dates, but especially those two dates. So basically all those people that had tickets already can't go in there and book up uh, those two days. And then when mm-hmm. somebody comes in that has, you know, starting tomorrow and they're like, okay, cool. I want to go. Okay. What can I get for April 30th or what's available for the 30th or the fourth. And before they even get on there, they're all sold out. Oh, you yep. there? that would be, that would make a lot of people mad. And Disney already said, no, we're not going to release all of them for those, you know, especially those two days. Cause those were the popular ones. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so if, we're, if, if we're going to wanting see, to go on those those two days, enough, we're going to see soon enough what happens because it's not, you know, everyone wants to say, you know, they know what's going to happen. We don't know exactly. We don't know anything really. We literally barely know anything, and it, it whatever it is, it's going to happen, and we're going to deal with it. You yeah, know? and we've only known for what say they came in on the twelfth. So 12th, 13th, 14th. You know, we've known for three days what happened, but I'll guarantee it if. You're not on. I mean, we'll know by probably nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, maybe, maybe ten o'clock on yep. 
like we'll know what it's going to be like. What days are already completely gone because because Disney World booked up the first month fast, and then it ended up only being the first three weeks was actually people packed. After yeah. that third week, people kind of just dwindled off, and now it's fairly normal aside from some spikes because of spring break. So Yeah, exactly. Um, well, and I mean, remember they were even because they had a certain amount for pass holders and a certain amount for tickets. Correct. And they were kind of, you know, a sliding scale on who got more and who got yep. less. And they were saying, hey, you know what? We thought all these people with tickets were going to come in. Well, they're not. Right. So we'll slide a little bit, but we got a lot coming in for the passes. They so literally we'll give changed, them a little bit more. They changed it, I think, a week after they started doing it because they yep. were the pass holders were like, we want to go in and they weren't getting other tickets. So, yep. but I do know I will want to be there when they reveal the real lightsaber for the theme park because apparently there's a picture of the dude, the, what's his name? Josh tomorrow. Uh, Josh tomorrow holding one. Yeah. I believe it's only, for, it only works at night. Isn't that true? No, it works at any time of the day. The light, the lights, the light comes on. So it looks best at night. Right. But, but so what it sounds, so I guess he did a, a talk and I can't remember what it was. And so people were looking, I can't remember if it was through Twitter or whatnot. And at the very end, he's a, he said something and he's like, Oh Yeah pulls this lightsaber out of the hilt and turns it on. And it's not like one where the plat, you know, you flick it up and the plastic comes up. It literally rose up and he's like, yep. okay, have a good night. And everyone's like, hold on, wait, what in that yeah. heck just happened? I mean, after that, I was scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, why is everyone going crazy here? They're like, was that real? What's this? Is it, you know, was that CGI or whatnot? So next day, I guess one of the Imagineers or somebody came out. They're like, Yes, that is a lightsaber, and no, it was not CGI. So then everyone just started, yep. and he's like... And then he had a picture of him <laughs> holding it, standing in front of the Millennium Falcon, for, yeah, 100% looking like it's from the from one of the movies, and I'm yep. like, that looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I do know there's a reflective light type of thingy. There's ways they can manipulate it kind of thing. I mean, we have laser, we have, you know, pin lasers that you can see the beam come completely out of it. So yeah, I'm just and, waiting and, for the kids that are sort of flicking it in people's eyes and stuff. Oh no, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything. It's not like that. You can't. No, I know, like, but like, you know, that's what kids are gonna try and do. Right. No, exactly. And it was funny because in that like imaginary or whoever it was, they're like, "Give me a couple days, and you'll, you know, we'll t- we'll tell you more." And what it looks like that it is is it's got a like an LED strip that um uh retracts and you know basically goes up and down in the middle of it and it's like Mm -hmm. two uh because it's it's a cylinder shape but it's like two um like half cylinders on this on the side of it and they both go up and the middle comes up and that's where where the lights uh where like the led lights are at and how it goes on it's i forgot there's some article it's It's real trippy (laughs) that i saw it on and it you know it retracts and you know it comes up and down like like a lightsaber. You don't have to flick your arm and then turn on the light or anything like that. It is, it looks awesome. And rumor is that it's first going to be um, available at the uh, Star Wars Hotel in Disney World. And this is just just rumor. The star the Star was going to be part of the Star Wars one. Yeah, the star yeah the Star Wars Hotel there. I think it's called like the Star Cruiser or whatnot. It's going to be there first. And then come to the uh, come yeah. to the parks in Batu after that, which hundred percent makes sense. I mean, you're already paying however much to stay there and get the immersive, uh, exactly. You know, thing thing there at the hotel. So that would be something pretty cool there that they would ha- have it there there exactly. first. Exactly. So okay. So but we'll ev- see. but we'll everyone see how was it goes. yeah. Dude, they were freaking it was, out. Yeah, it was crazy. So we're going to rapid fire because I got to go make dinner. Um, but I will one. say what? Oh, sorry. So we already hit the next one. Uh, yeah, we hit the next one. And we also hit the one I announced. So it's called Mirrors. They announced they're going to have Mirrors Connect, which is the new direct air, uh, express airport to Disney Resort. Oh, yeah. Scheduled. And it's going to in 2022, it's going to start, which I think that's awesome. It's great. Um, uh, but there's a lot of things that I've noticed in this is basically um, 
like this was kind of so I saw so signs enforcing the photos with masks are removed. I saw a bunch of people taking maskless photos like they were like almost like they're stripping their clothes off and they're holding the mask in front of the castle. That's one of the things we're, we have on here to talk about. I want to focus on one a couple of things. So I'm going to rapid fire drop these off. Um, basically, uh, they're going to launch a new website for guests with vacation packages to print tickets gift cards and more and i have a feeling this is because they're, they're going for the contact list they don't want to have people touching and they also probably don't want to have those employees who are sticking they're not going to have those carts around to sell the vacation packages and stuff anymore so they got to figure something out like that um that one that was a weird one i just saw disney's hollywood studios reservations fully booked for theme park ticket holders resort guests through july 1st so I believe that Hollywood Studios is where Batu is, so yep. that makes sense. So there we go for that one. Hey, that makes sense. A lot of it, um, and I mentioned this too. So Disneyland Resort announces full list of Disney's characters greetings available upon reopening. So the other ones have already done that. Well, that's that's yeah, that's Disneyland, right? But I mean, Disney World is re- reintroducing them, so they're probably yeah. very shortly behind them. Um, Cast members have a soft opening date for Disneyland, which is going to be April 27th to 29th. So that's kind of exciting to get a natural set date for the soft openings. I know they've probably have been running stuff, you know, doing their thing, and we'll see. And then let's see those last two. So on – oh, I saw this one. So on-ride photos now watermarked um, in the traffic exits. Oh, so just so you know, that, that's been happening already. Connor said that's been happening for a while now there. They maybe oh. not have advertised it, but he said it's been happening for a while. Or maybe the watermarks uh, got bigger on the photos. I, I, th- well, yeah, they used to have the watermarks on it, but now they're like bigger, prominent on the front. Because before you get off, you see everyone taking a picture of right. the screen that it's on. Right <laughs> now, it's. I, I think they did have some type of watermark, but it was almost on the background. Now it's front prominent, uh, front and prominent on the picture where oh, so you, you can't, can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't see anything. But the thing is, if you get if you have fast pass or max pass, it's a uh, fast pass With, plus or max pass or anything. They, that, they don't they don't have those anymore. It's uh it's included in it. They don't have that anymore. Well, when it comes back. Well, yeah, but I think you, I think it'd be worth it if you're going on a family trip once in a lifetime. I would say you pay the fifty bucks for the whole time you're there to have the the the, the photo pass on there because you can just get the photo pass on your pass. So oh yeah 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 I, and they had that yeah. before you know the max pass or any of those that it was right. included on it and right. uh, especially now with redoing revamping everything you know it may be included it may be you know an all a cart thing or a package thing with other things so who knows what it's what it's gonna be yeah so we have two more things I'm ignoring the other stuff because. We gotta get these moving, but is it two more things? Let me see. There's one, three more, two, three, three more things. Four, well, no, five. I'm just doing. I'm just doing three more of them. So, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance is gonna be using the virtual queue at Disneyland upon reopening. So that makes sense. That's just the safest way to do it, so people aren't rushing and running through everything. That's the smartest way to do it. Now, the last two things are both very controversial. They're both, you know, kind of. You know, they've been in the news for different type of things. The first one, Disney's considering removing the hanging corpse from the stretching room scene in the Haunted Mansion. That one's been talked about probably, what, for the past five years? Because it is pretty shocking. And, I mean, I oh, actually... I've, I've never heard them talk about it at, at oh, all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a, it's been ongoing for about four or five years. But I do love when it's a Nightmare Before Christmas better anyways, because seeing Jack Skellington open the top and that that's so much fun and it gets me all excited. So if you don't know, you haven't been stretching room, look it up haunted mansion. There's a corpse hanging from a noose up above you when the lights go out and it's supposed to get you scared or whatnot, or the belief is. So the, the belief is when it was originally done was this was basically, that was supposed to represent you. You committed suicide and you're dead and you're joining the happy haunts. So that's what they said was the original idea was that basically you were going through the process of the afterlife and that you were riding the bucket to basically join your friend in the little buggy. And that's what it was. So yeah. it makes and, sense why they did it then. And then, you know, I know it's kind of gruesome now. Yeah. And this was cause they just did the, uh, little, I mean, uh, 
uh, refurb on the Haunted Mansion. And at the right. end of the article, you know, they did, okay, look for this, look for that. And at the end of the article, they're like, um, you know, and yes, we have talked about um, the corpse in the hanging room. And, you know, nothing's happened now, but um, it is something that has been been talked about on yeah. the uh, Imagineers. So Exactly. So we'll see what they decide to come to terms with and things like that. Um, the last thing we're going to cover is park employees can now have tattoos and gender inclusive hairstyles and clothing for the first time ever. Now, mind you, did you read how the, t- well, the tattoos have to be? No, I just threw it on here because, I mean, remember when like Disneyland first opened, no facial hair. You know, it was very, very well, the, strict. The, ta- the tattoos can't be anything crazy. You can't be sleeved or nothing like that. Well, it's, yeah, that, I mean, that makes be, sense. It has to be your hand. I'm showing Tin your hand closed like this. So palm up has to be smaller than that. And they said, though, the th- I think the difference is, is I have a friend who works there and she's like, oh, I was getting my my uh, my tights and stuff and my sleeves because she has a couple. They're not big. But now you don't have to cover them up. You still have to have your beard groomed properly. But the gender inclusive thing is the biggest thing for me because anyone who's transitioning, you know, how do you address, you know what I mean? Like, what do you, so they're letting people pick what they want and what, so it's up to them. And I think that's important is, is they're giving them the options and it's not like, oh, you're you're a girl or you're a boy and you need to wear this well maybe the boy prefers to wear his hair like a girl or because i think that's mostly on that one is if you're male and you have longer hair because they did not allow males to have longer hair i know that for a fact you couldn't wear it down so because can't women wear their hair down in certain aspects i uh, as far as that i I don't. I there don't was know. something in there that was like weird, like it didn't make any sense. Because I know I've seen a couple guys longer hair, but it's always put up like into a man bun or something like that. But I think that was the craziest one because they dropped it out of nowhere. It literally yeah. on the internet, it's a picture of a girl in a wheelchair with a service dog and like five other cast members from different parts of the park, and they're all just with their arms wide open, and they're like, "We're we're here." And I was like, "Wait, what is this?" And it was just a bunch of different p- pictures like that, and I go. What what is this? And then I saw that, and all my friends were like, "Oh, this is so awesome!" And I'm like, "This is a big step for the parks." Oh yeah, exactly. And like one of the pictures, it had um, a male cast member. Or I, I I I think it was no, yeah, it was male. Um, and had fingernails painted, yes. and had you know, like uh, I don't want to say big hoop earrings, but had earrings on um, as well. And Which like they I are said, restrictive. <laughs> can't wear, can't be gauged. So no gauged earrings, no giant tattoos. Anything that's inappropriate has to be covered up. On yeah. tattoo wise, and, um, and, 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 and like and your hair and beard need to be nice and trimmed and clean. So I mean, yeah, you, they you still have their expectations. Group, yeah, and like you said, when you know a female wants to dress as a male or a male wants to dress as a female, you still have to conform to whatever Super, whatever right. gender it is. You can't just be like, oh no, I'm just going to go whatever. Personally. <laughs> and, I feel like the park already is somewhat gender neutral because the uniforms are pretty much the same for everyone. Like when you're on yeah. the Matterhorn, you're all wearing Lederhosen. When you're yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy, you're all wearing the jacket or you jacket's optional, but it's the same style outfit. Yeah, exactly. I just, think, I just think the styling of it is what people were kind of more worried about and they wanted to make a change. And I'm all for it because guess what? If you have happier employees at the parks, that means my trip's going to be happier because they're not going to be disgruntled and sad. And you can see people when you talk to them, they just look like they have, they don't want to be there and you want them to be there because it's a fun experience for you. I know it's just a job for them, but how many people have we talked about in the past year, Tim, who were executives who passed away, who started from the ground up and loved the park with all their heart. And it was because they didn't have any you know, they weren't dealing with any discrimination towards them, which most people wouldn't see as discrimination, but it is because they can't be themselves in the park because of, you know, obviously it is a job. It is their choice to be there. But I personally think, look, you know, if we can make a little bit of a change to make more people feel comfortable, I'm happy with it. Yeah. And, and like I said, you know, before is, I mean, with Disney and their 
grooming and standards or however you want to put it, you know, presentation standards. I mean, <laughs> in the beginning, it was very strict, you know, no facial hair, clean shaven, um, <clears throat> you know, no long hair. It was, you know, extremely strict with it. And then when they let, you know, people have facial hair or mustaches or, or, you know, goatees or when I was like, oh my gosh, it was like a huge change. Yep. And it took a while for that to happen. And, and obviously it was keeping up, you know, with, with the times. So this is just another big another step. update. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Another big, big well, step the, for the him. worst part was when they told people they could grow beards, you couldn't have stubble. So you literally couldn't, if you were already working there, you'd have to take the time off to grow the beard before you came back. Cause you couldn't have it in between. Yeah. That was the weird thing when they first rolled it out. They may have changed it, but when it first rolled out, it was like you had to, it had to yeah, be already there. Yeah, it was either it was either one or the other. Either you had nothing, or, or it was kind of already, yep. you know, nice full, um, grown out. Shoot, I just marker it on and be like, hey, look, I grew it overnight. Um, <laughs> but like I said, with, with them, it was, and mind you, I mean, this has only happened in the past what. 65 years 66 years so it's a, sh a short period of time correct when when all of this has has happened so no it's good good for them and especially like you said if it makes them happy and yep. I, i'm sure exactly people, like you said they it's almost like a lot of the uniforms were unisex you know correct. like you said with the matterhorn and whatnot so i mean you, you get those aspects but if they could kind of put their own you know unique little flair on it and still keep the disney um, in, in form with the Disney guidelines. Exactly. Uh, you know, hey, hey, why not? Where it's not like, oh, I got to go to the parks and or I got to go to work and I got to, you know, I can't have my earrings on because I'm a male. I can't right. have, you know, this or that. Um, you know, it's almost like they're, uh, you know, covering me up in, in an essence. So, no, exactly. good, <clears throat> good for them. Good for them. And good for us because we made it right at the right at the hour. I mean, I still gotta make dinner, and the wife's not gonna be happy. But we want to thank you all for sticking with us. There's so much Disney news. It's gonna be kind of Disney heavy the next couple of weeks as they prepare for the opening because they're gonna start releasing information. Uh, Tim has connections that he gets the people share stuff, so he sees random stuff. I see random stuff that's super interesting to us. But let us know what you want to hear more on the podcast. Go to Linktree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming, and we can get more stuff that you want in there, too. You can send us messages on Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can even send us stuff on YouTube. You name it, send us messages. Check us out on our Twitch channels, too, because we're there. But we want to thank you all for listening, especially, like I always say in the end, Tim's friends and to Larry. Thank you so very much. Uh, but for the FOMOCast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.